0: This is the Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little Jones of MrsChristyJones.com, episode number 57. Most of us love to talk and we love to share, right? And some of our mates don't like to talk, they don't like to share, and some may even have a hard time listening for any long period of time. So how can you have a great conversation that leaves you feeling heard and fulfilled? In today's episode, I am sharing five tips that will help you have better conversations with your mate. Up next on the Wife Wisdom Podcast. If you are new to our podcast, woohoo! Welcome to the family. I am thrilled that you are here. And if you are already a part of my tribe and you don't already know, I love and appreciate you. I am really excited about today's episode. We are talking about communication and conversation, two of my very favorite topics, because I think that these are the foundation, the fundamentals to really having a healthy, thriving relationship. So let's go get right into the tips that I want to talk to you about today. When having conversation, whether it's your boyfriend, whether it's your fiance, your husband, even your child or a girlfriend, these tips really apply. And so it really is overarching tips for healthy relationships, for strong conversations and communication in your relationships. So now the first tip is timing. Timing, timing, timing is key. And when you think about it, timing is crucial for really anything in your life, right? And so, especially when it comes to having healthy, strong, meaningful conversations with your mate. So, the when is the best time to talk about what it is that you're trying to talk about? And for us as women, oftentimes something may happen, whether it's good and very exciting that we cannot wait to share, or it's very heartbreaking and hard for us to deal with. We have to be clear and and aware about when is the right time to talk about what it is that we wanna talk about and not necessarily give in to our feelings, our emotions in that moment. It's important for us to be patient and wait for the right timing so that we really give the conversation a chance to be great, right? So now my husband loves football. And Sunday, Sundays, he loves spending literally from 1 p.m. to 11 p.m. sitting on the couch, doing nothing in front of his big, huge TV, eating what he feels like eating, taking a nap if he wants to take a nap. <laughs> and that, and he's looking at eight games at one time, right? So if I want to talk to him about something, Sundays during football is not the right time. Now, before football, maybe during a halftime game, but There are so many games going on at the same time. It just doesn't necessarily work. Or after the game or after all the games, it's not a good time for me to talk to him about something that I really need him to pay attention to when in the middle of the football games. It's just not wise. Now, I've done that. I've been with him 18 years. So I did that in the very beginning because of course I was more important than any football game, right? (laughs) I'm more important than anything that you could want to (laughs) watch on television. And what I have to say is more important than that as well. Well, I had a rude awakening. And it's not that he wasn't trying to pay attention to me and what I was saying. He was, but he wasn't present. He was distracted because what he really wanted to do was watch the football game. So timing is critical. It is crucial. And so let's just talk about, let's say you have an argument or there's been a very heated argument and you haven't talked for a day or maybe two days. Timing still is important is if you've had a big blow up, and you are one of those people who wants to rectify and get back to your happy place, say sorry, move on, if you're one of those type of people, but the person that you got into an argument with, uh, may, may be offended, maybe not, but they need more time processing what just happened than you do. Timing is critical. It's really important for you to know and study your friend, your your significant other, your mate. It's important for you to know them. Do they need a few hours to cool down after a heated argument? Do they need a day to recover? Do they need an hour? Do they need 30 minutes? I'm one of those type of people who does not need a lot of time to to want to say sorry, or I didn't mean to offend you, or can we talk about it? Can we talk through it? So it's more hurtful for me for people to go days and and weeks before we before talking about it. And so I've had to really learn that my husband needs more time to process the offense or process the heated argument than I do. So when I wanted to push by way into hey let's talk about this let's get through this it was always met with resistance and it actually even hurt me more than what my husband intended because he was just trying to protect himself and do what he knew to do all his life and that was to really process things first before having a conversation around them okay so timing is critical Don't be selfish when it comes to situations where you're wanting to talk and the other person may not be ready. Make sure that the timing is good for the both of you to have the conversation, especially if it's something on the heels of an offense or something that's pretty heated. And if it's something that you're excited about and it's something that you cannot wait to share don't. Wouldn't you want the person who you're sharing this with to be present and to be in a good mood, to be in a good space? Because if you're excited and you're high and you're high energy and you're up and they had a bad day at work, They had a bad day. They just got some bad news. What's going to happen is when you share your excitement, they're going to completely damper that excitement because of where they are and what's going on in their life, what news they just heard. And then it's going to jump on your excitement and your happiness and your joy. And it's going to totally bring you down. And then that is literally creates room for offense to happen because it's the wrong timing right? Timing is everything. And there really, it even requires a level of discernment and and understanding. And even if you don't know if it's the right timing, ask. Super simple, right? Hey, is this a good time for me to talk to you about what's going on next week with the kids? Is this a good time for me to talk to you about what happened to me at work today? Is this a good time for me to talk to you about some news that I just heard about my sister, right? Ask, so, so simple, right? Because that, at that point, they can say, okay, do you need me to be fully present? Do you need me to um, engage? And then at that time, you can have a conversation around that. And then you can say, yes, I need you to pay attention. And I need you to, I need to have your full focus. Okay, great. Then they can respond. Nope, this is not the right time. But an hour, let's talk. Or tomorrow, let's talk. Or Yep, I'm ready. Let me turn this off and we can have a conversation. And so the timing is everything. And if you're not sure about the timing, just ask the question. Super simple. Number two, tone. hoo! If you have been, are part of my tribe and you've heard several of my, of several of my episodes are my podcasts, you already know I'm very tone sensitive. So this has been a thorn in me and Adrian's marriage for many, 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 many years. And that is tone. Tone, the way you say something completely sets the tone for how it is received. The way you say something sets the tone for how it's received. So what is the posture of your heart? right so when adrian i'm very sensitive to adrian's tone we've gotten some buzzwords in there where he may say something to me that that i'm very offended by because of the tone not necessarily what he says but it's how he says it literally how he says it it's not even what he says it's how he says it can be so offensive where we've had to come up with a buzzword because he he didn't know for so many years that he was offending me with his tone, even though I would tell him, you know what, I don't know who you're talking to, but it's not me. You are not going to talk to me like that. Or, you know, it would just, and so we had to come up with a buzzword for me to really help teach him how, when he was offending me, because he never knew. And so I would come up with, a. I came up with, we came up with a buzzword. And so even in, when we were out in public or we were around the kids, I would say the buzzword and he would know right then and there that he's offended me with his tone. And it really helped him to learn. Oh, I I offended her still to this day, 18 years later, sometimes he he'll still offend me with his tone and be completely clueless. But at least we have a buzzword so that I can continue to help reveal to him or show him those times when he does offend me with his tone. So tone is everything now tone also, while some people have a tone, and they don't even know it. There's some people who have a tone, but it's also out of the posture of their heart, there may be an underlying offense, there may be Underlying control or manipulation. So they're saying something that they're trying to disguise as being very honest and genuine and um, even, right? But underlyingly, when you receive it, you feel, mm, you know, something's not sitting right with you in your heart, right? You're just like, oh, were they sarcastic? Um, You know, like, what was going on is because their posture, the posture of their heart wasn't pure, right? Because they were trying to say something to you, hoping that you would get the message without them being brave and and bold enough to really tell you how they felt. So tone is not only in what you say, but also, what is the posture that you're saying it in? Where is your heart when you are having this conversation, or you're bringing up a topic, or you are talking about something that is uh, heated or something that is hurtful to you, right? So are you talking? Is your heart angry? Is your heart sad? Is your heart hurt? Is it offended? Is it angry? Is it pissed off? Like, where is your heart when you're having the conversation? Because that is going to oftentimes dictate your tone. And so do a self-check, right? So you're looking at timing. Is this the right time to have a conversation? And now you're checking, now you're checking your heart. Mm, nope, I'm still pissed off. I don't think I can have a conversation, a very level-headed conversation without getting too emotional because my heart is still hurt or I'm still angry or I'm still upset. And so you know what, it's not the right timing to have the conversation until you're really dealing with what's going on in your heart. So tone is so number one is timing, number two is tone. Number three is the length of time. So when you are having a conversation, and you're wanting to have a healthy conversation, it is important to know the 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 length or the the length of time that the really the tolerance i should say the tolerance that the person that you're sharing with has for time can you have a conversation with your significant other for 2 hours uh maybe but most guys 2 hours they are done right they can't even make it that long because they're just they're just totally looking through you they've they've gone to a different place <laughs> in their own mind, right? So be very mindful of your mate's threshold. Be mindful of their threshold. And are you going on and on and on and on and on? Or did you make your point in the first 10 minutes, but now you're at at 45 minutes, you're still talking about the same thing. And now you've belabored the point. Because why? Because one, did you not feel heard? So you're continuing to talk about it over and over and over and over and over again? Did you feel like, with were there expectations of how he was going to respond to you sharing, right? So these are a couple of things that kind of sneak in when it comes to the duration or the length that you are having this conversation, or if especially if it's something that is bothering you, or it's something that you really need to work through together and you're having a hard time working through it yourself. So you're wanting to tell them and express how you're feeling. Okay. So length of time, be mindful, right. Of your mate's threshold. And what that means is like, when you have conversations like this in the past, do they start getting fidgety around 15, 20 minutes, or are they really focused in on you um, you know, one-on-one, you see they're paying attention, they're not looking at their phone, you know, legs jumping up and down, <laughs> their knees bouncing up and down, like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I can't wait to get out of this conversation, right? So you want to make sure you pay attention to that. And so if it, I've had to really learn this over years, because I was one of those who would be labor. The, what I was talking about because I didn't feel heard, and so I would talk about it over and over and over again. And finally, I I started learning that okay, I can just say the point, and then ask, does that make sense? Or did you did you get what I'm trying to say? Do you understand what I'm trying to say? And then I would just take a breather and give him an opportunity to respond, give him an opportunity to ask clarifying questions, as opposed to just talking, 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 talking over and over and over and over and over again. Because the, the thing with men is they, one of the things that I've learned is they like you to be clear, straight to the point, not a whole bunch of fluff, not a whole bunch of meandering and belaboring. They don't like that. (laughs) They'd rather have you to just, just shoot it straight, right? Tell me how it is. You don't have to tell me how you felt 10 years ago leading up to this point. Like we don't need to go there. Let's just come straight to the point. Tell them what it is, how we're feeling. And they can deal with that so much better than if we're going on the journey of when I was 10 and this is what happened. And now today I'm feeling, they're like, oh, MG. I was not prepared for this. Right. And there's some men who are just really good and gracious uh, with allowing their, their, their girl, woman, their wife, their girlfriend, fiance, whatever, to go through this process. And they're just really good at that. And we love those. We love men who have that quality, but there's some who don't. Right. And we love them just the same. But we have to understand that, um, That we cannot belabor the point. Let's get to the point. Ask if they understand, and um, and keep it moving. Then, I one of the things that when it comes to length is is recognizing really what's the purpose, right? What is your purpose? Um, This is actually number four. What is your purpose for the conversation? The purpose for a conversation is it to share? Is it to get advice? Is it to feel heard? Is it to be validated? Understanding and knowing what your purpose is for the conversation going in is huge, ladies, huge, huge, huge. Okay. So let me tell you why. Because when I'm excited about something and I want to share with Adrian, if I do not want him to fix it, I need to tell him that. I tell him before I get started, babe, I have something really exciting to share with you. I don't need you to fix it. I just need you to listen. And he's like, okay, because guess what? I'm telling him how he can literally how we can have a successful conversation from the get-go because I'm telling him what the purpose is. So I'm, if I tell him, "Hey, babe, I just need your advice on something, I you know, and then I go into the story, then he knows to give me advice. But if I tell him, I don't need you to fix it, I just need you to listen then he knows to listen. If I tell him, I just, you know, I'm feeling, I'm struggling a little bit and I'm feeling a little insecure about something and I want to share it with you and just really need your support and, and even validation around this because I'm having a hard time. Right? So easy. But the hard part is that oftentimes we don't really understand or know the purpose of why we're having the conversation. And so it it really requires the self-work, the soul work that you have to do on your own individually before you get married, preferably, right? Before you get married to do the soul work. So you can really truly understand when you're having conversations, okay, what is the purpose of this conversation? And, you know, and even though i'm talking about a, i'm really addressing a lot of the hard conversations even if it's just a light easy conversation that's okay but just make you know because also you even prepare the the person that you're talking to you prepare your mate for what the conversation is about right so babe i need to have a conversation it's a, it's really heavy it's serious And, you know, I just need your full attention because, and I'm, I just need you to listen. I don't need you to fix it because I've already gotten a solution, but I really need to talk through it. Okay, great. They know that you're setting them up for success. You're setting the conversation up for success because you're really giving them the purpose for the conversation. And so, um, when you know, going in and you can state your purpose, it really, um, just creates it it's, it really just sets the the conversation up for success which is something that is what we all want. We all want conversations, successful conversations, right? We don't we do not like those conversations that you think in your mind are going to go one way and they completely bomb, they completely fail, they completely break down and you're like how did we get here in this conversation, right? And so number 1, timing, number 2, tone. Number three, length or threshold. Number four, purpose of the conversation. And number five is tell your truth. I cannot begin to stress. I am a recovering people pleaser. And many days I feel I, I feel like I'm recovered, but then the people pleasing will just the people, people pleasing, I want to call it a monster, but (laughs) a people pleasing thing will jump on my back. Right. And there'll be, there's inside of that thing is insecurity and doubt and disbelief and all of these things that you're like, Oh, I just want you to be gone. Right. They, it'll creep up every now and then. So telling your truth is such, was such a, Part of my journey to really being a recovered people pleaser is really learning to tell my truth, standing confidently in my truth and not shrinking back from it, not shrinking away from it. And so to have healthy conversations, to have better conversations with your mate, it's imperative that you tell your truth how can your mate learn you how can they learn the how amazing you are if you are not truly being honest with yourself honest with him being sincere being transparent and open and vulnerable all of these things make up your truth right and most people do not like being transparent Most people do not like being vulnerable. Why? Because they feel susceptible to being hurt. And let me just tell you, I've said this before. If you are in a relationship, you are going to be hurt. If you're in a relationship, you are going to be hurt. It's unavoidable, plain and simple. Now, you could be a recluse and be by yourself and not worry about getting hurt, (laughs) right? But if you're in a relationship, You're going to be hurt because there you literally have two lives, life like his life and your life, every single thing that encompasses that life. And you're coming together to communicate, to learn one another, to whether it's getting married, whether it's having a family, it's your finances, raising a family, dealing with life's issues, going to work, like all of What's his experience and his life literally intersects with all of your life, all of your experience and upbringing and everything else. There is so much room for offense. There is so much room for misunderstanding. There's so much room for a uh, lack of or just even violations of your expectation. There's so much room for that in a relationship. And so it's important for you to really Create the atmosphere for success, and these tips will help you have more successful conversations, more successful and effective communication. And um, so, again, let me repeat them one more time. Timing is key. Tone, length of time, your or your mate's understanding, your mate's threshold, purpose of the conversation and telling your truth. Always, always, always be honest, be sincere, transparent, open and vulnerable. And this may take courage. It took courage for me to tell my truth. It took courage for me not to care about what other people thought about who I was. It took a soul journey and discovery of my identity in Christ and what it is, who God said I was. It's, and so many of us are on this journey and it's a journey that we will take for the rest of our lives until he brings us home. But the most important thing is that we, we, Continue to seek, we continue to do the work, we continue to peel back the layers we don 't allow the lies that we believed to just eat us up and eat us alive and completely shut us down and and shut us up, right, Shut us up and shut us down because God created you for a purpose, He created you, He gave you a voice for a reason, and so that voice is to be used to not only tell your truth but to share. You're authentically who he's created you to be, with your mate, with your children, with your best friend, with your your parents, with your coworkers, right? And so communication is, I get very passionate and exciting, exciting, excited about it because I just think it's so fundamental, and we all need. Help sometimes figuring out how to have better conversations and better communication, more effective communication, because we all want to have strong, thriving relationships, whether with our mates or the other people in our lives that we absolutely love and adore. So keep telling your truth. Continue to be honest. Continue to be authentic and sincere. Stay open. Be transparent and vulnerable and just watch how your conversations become deeper, more meaningful, and more, just more effective and efficient and impactful in your relationships. Thank you again so much for joining me. Love you with all my heart. See you next week. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I really, really appreciate it. If you are not following us on Instagram at Wife Wisdom, I invite you to join our tribe over on social media, on Instagram. If you have not rated our podcast on iTunes, please do so to rate and review us. That would be awesome in helping other women find our podcast. But most importantly, I just thank you so much for, continuing to be consistent and listening to our podcast each and every week, sharing this with your sister circle and continuing to just share and and send me love and encouragement and support that this is blessing you, that it's encouraging you, that you truly are benefiting and f- feel like you're being served through this podcast. So thank you so much for being here. I love you so much with all my heart. And I look forward to connecting with you next week. Bye bye.